<laughs> no question again. All right. Howdy, Eric. This is the 12th episode. Episode 12. And yes, the season finale. The season finale, yeah. I'm thinking uh, because this boy needs a break. And by this boy, I'm pointing to myself right here. All um, right. Two thumbs. Two and thumbs. And has a pointer finger. On each Evol- hand. Evolution. Um, Evolution. Yeah, I'm thinking I need a little break just to restabilize, just to just to reconsider what I want from this podcast, what you want from this podcast, and how we can venture forth. And I was thinking, twelve is quite a nice number. It's like um, it's like we're doing a British series, like a British twelve days series. of Christmas. Is that what, what the else season? Twelve uh, bakers, Jesus. What well, else? bakers dozen is actually thirteen. <laughs> So. Yeah, um, is it is that because they they had to make an extra one just in case one fucked up? You know, I'm not actually sure the etymology of that phrase. I think it was it might be that what you just said, which is just they added an extra one. Like, it makes ah, sense. Baker's dozen. Yeah, it make, I suppose it makes sense, right? If you're gonna if you've got if you've had an order from the the Lord, uh, and I'm by the Lord I mean like the Lord of the Manor, you know, of not course, the, Lord, the, you know, God. I think that one can make it rain loaves or something. What's what's in the Bible? The one where like he makes Manna. it rain loaves. Yeah, make know. it rain loaves of money. That's where but the let's phrase say, "make it rain" comes from. Is that right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get everything right in this podcast. Um, in fact, we get most things wrong. But that's so. the benefits of having nothing. Nothing in your brain. Um, nothing in your brain. What do you think? No, I don't. <laughs> just <'cause laughs> just was, in general i was just talking to like a friend recently and um you know like how you know anxiety is just it's constant voices just making you mm-hmm. feel uh inadequate about the future and the present um, yeah i sort of don't really have anything going on in my head it's it is mostly silent that's nice which is nice it used to be anxiety and now it's just it's just Well, I like suppose it gets, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. and so do you not have any anxiety anymore? Um, if it is, it's at a level that I'm not concerned with. Well, that's great, so, then. It, it is quite nice. Um, I have, not, I mean, clearly I have other stuff going on, though. Oh, yes. I mean, <laughs> like, but that's also <laughs> the thing that is fascinating is when you do have other stuff going on, futuristic anxiety goes to the side a little bit. Is when you don't have anything else going on, that that's when. You start to think, well, should I be worried about something? What's the future going to happen? Versus, okay, I have to deal with this shit right now. So I don't know. Maybe there's uh, something to be said for making sure that you're always present in that moment so that the future, which you can't really control, it's going to happen. To be anxious about it is, uh, you know, not... Yeah, but ultimately, yeah, it's, it's pointless to be uh, worrying about the future. I think where I'm challenged by and i'm actually i'm reading a book at the moment uh by kierkegaard Kierkegaard, Kierkegaard. sickness sickness unto death um and at the moment it's discussing uh eternity right so if consciousness can live eternally this is essentially where i'm sort of stuck at at the moment because before i used to think that i only had one life right Mm. so 
there was a sort of almost an anxiety of like, oh, I've only got one life. What should I be doing with it? Oh, there is a, there's a deadline. There's a literal deadline. At some point I end. Um, and there was something there's a, almost... There's a dead line. There's that's, a natural yeah, dead line. You're, the line is when you're dead. Uh, while now, uh, wh whether it's true or not, whether mm -hmm. I'm correct about this or not, um, the idea of uh, being able to exist not necessarily eternally, but let's say to exist beyond this life um, has uh, removed any of the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The rush almost, like the, the necessity to achieve something in this one life. Because now yeah. I'm like, well, what's the point? Like if now, if I have like now thousands of years to just do stuff, what's the, what's the rush? It's, it's strange how uh, the freedom... Um, of is that does that free you up to try so many other things or does that um, for lack of a better term handicap you into feeling like why bother doing anything yeah there's a little bit of a handicap it's like uh, it's like when you go on Netflix and you're trying to choose a film and you're there's like so many to choose from there's too much choice too many yeah there's too much choice they should come um, up with a thing where they can put all the streaming services like on random and so everything's playing all at the same time you can just flip through the channels oh like a tv like what like what television used to be you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> I really would like to uh, experience television uh, like in Back to the Future 2. You know where he had, I think, 16 screens on at the yeah. same time? All uh, at the same time. Just play this here, on. play that there, play everything all, all yeah, at yeah. once. I mean, that's going to happen. I was, th I was, it, but it's not going to be immediate. You know what I mean? It's like it's, it's a slow progression so that we get used to it and then. Uh, I mean, yeah, with the scrolling of TikTok push, and Instagram, we're yeah. already sort of experiencing multiple, uh, you know, realities like and windows it's, it's, into other people's lives. It's it's going to be the same thing with uh, microchipping us and and whatnot. Is it's not going to be all of a sudden, hey, we got a microchip that we want to implant in you. <laughs> Nobody's going to go for that. Well, some people will, but what's going to happen is the next iteration of the phone is going to be like an earpiece. So you don't oh, even yeah, need yeah, your yeah, phone yeah. anymore. Just like, just carry, just put this behind your ear and that's all you need. People at get used point, to that. At what point would you join in Jeffrey? Because you know, I have if you, let's, let's, arbitrary it's already, lines. it's already available now, right? Certain things, right? right? So uh, if you were to, let's say, join in now, mm. yeah. I don't know what even now means because I don't even well, know where future and technology exists anymore. But it, it's so you would be lagging if you said no. Right. So uh, at what point do you say yes to just... Well, and, and would it be zombifying things. you as well? Like, does, it, does it mean to become zombified by the technology? Or does well, it we mean are, so we, are, we all already are zombified in one form or another, right? I mean, yes. the, the whole... Everybody is. No matter how, quote-unquote, off the grid you are, based just for the uh, purpose of just living in the society, you are zombified in some form or another. Everybody has their own arbitrary lines where they draw. They're like, I'm not going to be that zombified, but I will be this zombified. <laughs> yeah, know, there's like, different levels of zombie. Like, and for me, even without technology, you could say that you are zombified by your own genetics, which is, exactly. again, why you, know, you and I differ yeah. on the free will conversation it, but we differ but we also agree that there is a connective tissue there you know we agree that there is something about there is a deterministic 
force force around us, whether it's real force or just our own force. uh, It is something that's like once something happens, it will always have happened. That that idea is is uh, equivalent in us, I I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, you know, like my my arbitrary line in the sand is like I don't have I don't activate Siri. I don't do the facial recognition. I don't do the fingerprint thing. You know, like those are the three things that I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not. Oh, you don't even do, you don't even do facial recognition to, on your phone. Nope. No, I don't do it. I why it's because I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to sacrifice a Fourth Amendment right. You know what I mean? I need I need to know. Like, you're not going to be able to open my shit just by pointing it at me. You yeah, know it's what true I mean? because like, if you, if you if you're dead, I could just use your you your just, phone and just. And your- you can see, you know, babies figure that out too. Like, you know, my niece would like hold up my brother's phone to his face to open it and unlock it and play it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, that, no, yeah, I, I need to enter in the code. I need to do this, that, or the other thing. But to think that they don't have my face and recognize right, it, right, like, right. If, to think that they don't have all of the shit that I'm like, no, I'm not going to give them that. They already have it. But so, so in a way, it's to give yourself a sense of control, sense of over... just calmness. That I'm like, no, I'm in control. I need to input the the code, blah 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 blah. But that's just an arbitrary line that I have. That I know. I, I know what you mean, though. I'm living at the moment with um, a housemate that I think quite enjoys the future. Right? It has like yeah. technology. Uh, um, he, he likes to be up to date with those things. Mm-hmm. So even the light in in the house. Is connected to the computer so when when he arrives it already comes on that sort of stuff right i fucking hate it with a passion i i hate that i have to ask the computer to turn the lights on yeah i just, yeah i just, let me do it automation let me do the finger on the switch i miss I want just living that. in the past yeah. um and every time i have to go computer turn the lights on it's like which lights would you like to turn on the, the, just I don't have Lights to ask. Illuminate twenty five percent. I don't know. Like it's yeah. I even have to do percentages. It yeah. sickens me. It's it's a thing where it's convenient, but to a sickening degree. Where it's like, all right, how much convenience are we willing to take to sacrifice agency? Uh, mm. You know what I mean? And it's, and that's a line again. It's an arbitrary one because we're fucking there already. You know, if we want to be a participant in society, we have to kowtow to that convenience, essentially. That's, I mean, that is so true. We're, we're already there. And what's challenging sometimes is knowing that there are some people out there in the world that live in a, in a sort of technological environment mm-hmm. that represents the future. But they're already here now, and we're there now, but in a different space. So it makes me feel like I'm living in the past. It, it's... Bit. And, and, I'm still and every ahead. so often, you do. And even the people who do decidedly live in the past or off the grid have to utilize loopholes and exceptions to their belief structure so they can survive in this world. You know, like Amish people, Orthodox people, people who don't want technology on certain days or whatever it is, they have to get people who are okay doing that stuff to do things for them. And so yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. have to put themselves in the position to use it's like you have to make all these loops even if you completely reject modern society they're 
you you got to make loopholes so that you can live in society. You know what I mean? It's like it's so crazy. But I guess this kind of this actually does bring into um, we're kind of leading into the question that I could uh, pose to you. Oh, that that's I think good. Go for I it. think that you like. Oh, and uh, before you ask the question as well, uh, bef before we end this episode, yeah. Um, uh, I, I would like to know what our character arc has been. Because uh, it's 12 episodes, right? 12 episodes. Let's, let's treat it like a series. How yeah. have we grown? Have uh, we grown? Have we grown as well? Or have we remained stagnant the entire time? Have we remained the not. same characters the entire time? Shit. I, I feel like there has to be some sort of arc so that when we return to season two, because I would like to return to a season two. Yeah, um, I mean, that, well, so I guess one of the best ways we can return to a season two is if we end on a cliffhanger. So people oh, want to know what... <laughs> what is it going to be? I don't even next. know what the cliffhanger is going to be. That's oh, You'll have to tune in next season to see what it might be. Oh, I'm going to have to tune into my own episode to discover. You might. You might have to listen. <laughs> will eric listen to the podcast i still will he enjoy it will he won't will he won't i don't know you know what apparently doesn't want to listen because I, I wonder if i'm just not gonna like what i sound like oh i mean you know yeah i think you'll like what you sound well i don't know how you like about i don't know how you feel about listening to yourself well i think it's one of the reasons why i decided to uh and i say i decided you know we, we're a team in this but there was a, mm. i just i need to take a break from it because, and this is the final drinking game, I am trapped in uh, the circle of, of yeah. this trauma thing that I'm uh, dealing with. And so um, it was enjoyable at the beginning. And then every episode, there was an, a part of me that was unwilling to not talk about it. And I was like, and it's, it's very, I mean, it's very trauma based. Yeah, I Symptom. mean that's that's like, something I, I, that I get it, but it was um, it, it's a hard thing to you know, a psych. I mean, a cycle is a hard thing to get out of. I mean, every you know psychologist, psychiatrist will tell you it's like you, you get into a cycle. It's you know you gotta stop the centrifugal force that's spinning you, and yeah. it's like okay, remove, step back, assess, see how you can move forward, and then reestablish boundaries. You know, essentially, it, that's what those, that's what I want the break to to be because you know, um, it, yeah, you know, and, and and again, it's like you know, we uh, antagonize each other in a delightful way, I think, and uh, but at the same time, there are certain boundaries that when we do antagonize each other, it uh, comes from what happened before, and so if something was playfully antagonistic. And then all of a sudden it's not without any, it's like, oh, wait, but that was okay earlier. It's not okay now. It's like, well, okay, we got to reestablish boundaries. We got to reestablish, mm -hmm. okay, you don't want to talk about amnesia anymore. You don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about this thing that is truly a, a big part of your life. Okay, that's something that's, that's fine. We need to communicate that and we need to have that on a good faith basis. And it's like, I need, so that for me that knows like, okay, I'm not going to, make light of this i'm not gonna you know play uh, drinking game thing i'm not no, gonna but it's, not, it's not even that because i'm actually grateful for that i'm grateful for the for you uh uh making jokes about it uh, and stuff like that. it's not necessarily about that it's it's me wanting me wanting to not bring it up because yeah. the only reason the only reason mm -hmm. it comes up is because i bring it up and then you bounce from it 
Mm-hmm. I just don't. I just want to be. I just want to be done with it. And yeah. it was quite. It was quite clear that during the podcast, I was like, "Ah, this is this is a scab. It's it's not yeah, and it can because yet. it can be talked about so in depth because there's so many questions around it. But what will be healthy, I think, for you is not doing it in a, you know, not doing it in a entertaining theatrical way, but more in a real self reflective way that you don't have to present it in a way that it's like, well, if it heals, then I won't get to present it anymore. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I need to not talk about this so that it can actually heal. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I think uh, that, that was, that's like what season one was about. It was like, Ooh, maybe that's our arc. Maybe the, we got to it. Yeah. We're good. That's good. <laughs> um, I even but thought I about, think... I even thought um, maybe the, our listeners can uh, chime in, but I wonder if we can come back as Jeffrey is someone else and Eric is someone else, like characters that do improv. Oh, um, you want to do a little sketch pod? Potentially. I'd be in, like I, mean, each, I don't know. Each episode of season two could potentially be, uh, you know, the listeners need to write in their suggestions, like give us a place, a location, and professions, and we will do an hour of that. I'd be intrigued to see what these other characters have to say. I'd be intrigued to see if any listeners actually write in. We get, we get, we get them writing in. I suppose a few of them, yeah. So I think we, we, you and I have agreed that this is a long-term project. It is. I, mean, I like that it's a long-term project. project, and we're already like ah, twelve episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's already better than anything that I've done in individually, as far as uh, as far as long as I've I've doubled my output uh, of oh, podcasts. Wow, that's great. You know, I only made it to six on my Bald Spot podcast, which is still on hiatus. It's not canceled. It's just on hiatus. Oh, sure, uh, sure. You know, I'm you know, so I truly I'm like a BBC One show, six episodes. And then I'll do that's, another season yeah, yeah, yeah. when okay, I I'm, want to, you know. You know, you know so actually, first... no, no. Uh, it, it's more like, oh, no, BBC does do six episodes. I was going to about to say Channel 4. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm just thinking of the first season of The Office, the British Office, was six episodes. Was it just six? Yeah. I thought it was 12. Uh, well, the second, I mean, two seasons altogether, it was like 12. It was 13 plus the Christmas um, special. Oh, wow. So the two seasons together were 12, I think. Okay, so way to Faulty Towers. Have you have you watched Faulty mm. Towers? Yeah. I think that was 12 episodes, wasn't it? Yeah. All right, anyway, what was the question? Or what so, is the question? I mean, I guess you want to talk about the arc, uh, not of the Covenant, but of the cities. Of the cities? The cities. The, the cities that we're cities creating. that we're building. The okay. cities that we're creating, okay? You have sewers. I have roads. We've built the cities now. What three rules, laws, will you govern your Ooh. city by? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, that's, a, that's a hard one, isn't it? If you only had to govern, if you had to govern your city by only three laws... What would they be? Mate, this is a this is a tough one. And I want to well, be original. I don't want to use is, like the old the old. This book is rule. the season finale, man. This is big time. People have okay. been aching for these answers. They've been clamping they? at the bits. Uh, okay, so and you've obviously got you've have you got three rules already? I haven't you, thought about I I have not written anything down. I just have the question. If you've got the question, then subconsciously your mind must have already been at work with some rules. Right, it's true, but I haven't written oh. anything down. 
But this okay. is the question. And as we've established in past episodes, the person who's asking the question doesn't really have to answer it. Oh, fuck, that's true. Okay, so um, <laughs> uh, I want my city to be... Oh, God, it's interesting. Very interesting. Because, like, you know, the first thought is, oh, don't murder. But no, I'm, I, I'd, I'd allow murder. Um, really? Yeah, I'm thinking Gladiator Games kind of murder. Enforced where... Gladiator Games? Because they were enforced. Oh, yeah, so it was like slaves, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, probably not slaves. Um <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got some boundaries, I suppose. Uh, and how do you enforce these boundaries? Slash, how type? What type of laws? Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it, Jeffrey. I'm working on it. Okay, I'm just, I know. Me... I, I know. We're we're talking through our thought process. Oh, let me think of this. Okay, so uh, I, I'm going to bring back the gladiator games because I think uh, uh, people in general just have a bloodthirst. That yeah, um, do, needs to be entertained, and I think. I mean, well, uh, let me ask you this: Are the fil- I mean, the uh, the society in your city, is it the society that we live in, like the type of people that we are, just in general, or is it? Are you? Uh, what type of society do you live in? Is it people who, like, at their base level, need the need the freak show, need the gladiatorial games, oh, need shit. that sort of oh, really? bloodlust? It's not people. I'm talking about me uh, now. So, just because, you, okay? Yeah, so, yeah, I suppose. I suppose uh, my city doesn't have any people yet, right? It's just got sewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's now got a gladiator. Gladiatorial coliseum. Col- it's got coliseum. So I think that's what's bringing in the people. That it's going to create jobs. There's tourists. Um, okay. So, um, okay. So we've Population got a nice. Control. We've got a really big coliseum. That's got popular. I think that's how I would essentially deal with like not having jails. Any any punishment is like you got to go into the. I mean that's fascinating because I mean that essentially you are creating a might makes right society. Might makes right. Uh, well, the, the strongest for the, the layman. The strongest person is the right one, because if your jail system is to put people through the gladiatorial arena, yeah, whoever wins ends up being right. So who has, who's ever the strongest slash best fighter ends up yeah. being correct. Even if they did the wrong thing that put them in there. Hey, I'd make it, I'd make it more equal though. Uh, you've made a, <laughs> you've made a good point there, Jeffrey. So uh, if for example, you're very, very strong and you're going up against someone who's like, let's say weaker, that weaker person would have, I'd say a weapon. Uh, of, I don't know if, I don't know if it's going to be a weapon of choice or if it's going to be like a kinder egg. May um, I make a suggestion, possibly, <laughs> that you could, can or yeah, cannot yeah. utilize in this uh, sort of equitable, make it to make it more equitable and not so. Oh, wait, and here's an, right. here's an option. Would you like to build a city together? I mean, we did build a bridge once. <laughs> once. Once. We did build a bridge once the, that connected us. You did put a wall up, but we built a bridge. We can tear down that wall. Okay, the wall's out. But, the wall's okay, out. Is, is your city separate from my rules? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess, okay. We are. I'll tell you this. We're sister cities. That's what I can tell you. We're sister That's cities. Nice. Okay, I like that. So, my my perfect roads. One of them will always connect to your city. Oh, I like that. Thank you. That's, uh, that's, it's it's a beautiful. How do thing. you? How do you and your future people uh, <laughs> feel about this city having gladiator games? As it's jail time, a little nervous, yeah, little uh, little on edge, 
but <laughs> yeah, you, know that you yeah. have a good heart. A little on edge. No, you have a good heart. It's like you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, that's one of the problems of feeling like maybe we live eternally. All this, all this so, death just seems like fun. And think about it, right? I've got sewers, so all the blood would just nicely run down into the where well. Where the sewers go, though? Uh, the ocean. I don't know. Okay, so we're polluting the. Okay, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't considered. I haven't considered how sewers work fully. Silos. Fair right. enough. Fair they enough. In- fair enough. Okay, you're you know so what? obsessed with sewers that you, but you didn't consider where they go. Okay, that's fair. No, 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 silos. Okay, so they go to a silo, and all of that manure creates energy for the city. There okay. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Renewable blood energy. I get that. There's a lot Not of iron blood, in the soil. All, all the effluvia that uh, um, human creates. I like the word effluvia. I dig that. We've mentioned um, it. We have before. Uh, so okay, here's, so, here's yeah. my recommendation. Take it if you will, <clears throat> or you can just fully reject it. it. But if the two people that are fighting are decidedly disparate in yeah. physical stature and fighting technique, yeah. and the person who was the, 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 big, the big strong you know, fighter guy has yeah. to do a test of the mind... And the small guy has to do the physical thing mm. because then it's, you know what I'm like? No, I agree with you. I used to do chess boxing um, mm, you know, yes. about, about 10 years ago. Uh, yeah. Cerebral and visceral. And I think that my gladiator games would uh, have uh, those elements. It wouldn't just be, but you know, if you watch Ridley, is it Ridley Scott or Tony Scott's the, the Scott's gladiator with, with mm. Russell Crowe. Ridley right? Scott, Ridley Scott. Uh, yep. Maximus, Masidius, Derimius, Masinarius. Uh, he, Maximus Aurelius, the way he leads, the way he leads his slave friends to victory is in a way a sort of chess game. So, absolutely. Um, but the, so uh, that again, the might makes now he happens to have been right and wrongfully convicted, so he wins in that sense. And the emperor, the Joaquin, the Joker, he was in he was the bad guy in that movie, and Russell Crowe, the gladiator, was the you know he while he was might makes right he was right. So in playing chess, he was able to prove. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's very, it's you know even today's laws and jails, it's very difficult to know. Uh, how to deal with uh, crime, but obviously uh, I wouldn't allow um, crime in my city. But uh, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. Well, how so, do you... what do you what do you define as crime? Okay, so let, let's say right. Let's get this. Let's get let's, let's get this really sorted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> let's get cities sorted. So I would build my cities. That's another T-shirt. Let's get anyone... cities sorted. Both no no one's invited in my city yet. Right. I I want it emptied. Done. Okay. It's gone. And, You're uh, the only person in your city. I'm the only person in my city. Perfect. Right. And I would uh, build it. Including think, animals? Yeah. Get them out. I'm not interested. Right? No nature. No nothing. nothing. Just the city. I don't want anything in okay. there. Um, and I would design it with all the best. And you can do this as well, by the way. We're, we're not in competition anymore. Right? I would design it <laughs> Actually, let's, that's no, the let's arc. Keep, let's, no, let's keep some, let's keep no, let's keep some competition. That's right. But um, uh, maybe in the break. Oh, this is very exciting. Maybe in the break of this podcast, you and I can get together and actually design a full city. So when we come back for episode one, it's like 
Meanwhile, and we return to a full fucking city. Yeah. But anyway, made it um, off screen. You know, like uh, so true, true episode of television. Uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so um, I would have this city, and it would be like a one in. One, not one one in, one out, but like one a nightclub, right? Is uh, uh, people would apply to get into my city. You'd have a ladies' night. Uh, yeah, I think I would have a ladies' night, yeah. Uh, but I'd also have a man night. Uh, a man night? It, yeah, just to make it fair. Yeah. Um, I think everyone would be celebrated in a way. but um, As you should. As they should. Yeah, but... Oh, God, it's very difficult running a society. Okay, um, it really is. We haven't yeah, even really started think- running it yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was actually thinking about this, this this morning or yesterday, and how like, so I'm a because I've been I just write I just wrote a sort of little article thing. Uh, France and England are about to play in the World Cup, mm. and uh, so I'm already split in that because it's I've never right. been able to enjoy France and England playing. Because even though it's a win-win situation, as in like uh, they're playing in the it's also a lose-lose. It's it's like I can never fully be present and support right. one or the other. I feel split, um, and it's potentially because I'm a third culture kid, as in like I was born in one country, I lived in a few others, I'm now in another one. You know, right. I'm, I'm this mix of, you know, when people talk about cultural appropriation, mm. that's my culture. Yeah, like isn't that it's it's such a weird. Thing to be like, well, my culture is to appropriate culture. To appropriate culture, that is hilarious. That is something I don't know um, if you talk about that on stage, but that is that's no, I've hilarious. never because I, I I thought about it this this morning as I was writing this article. Um, you should. I mean, the culture. I mean, British culture is cultural appropriation, like just that in general. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, colonizing, is, but... like that's your your culture is to appropriate other cultures. But but there is a there there is a term called <clears throat> th- third culture kids, yeah. right? Which is like th- those nomadic children and how they are, and I say they, we, me, and so. Uh, and I was reading about how psychologically, when you then start becoming an adult, which is potentially something that has, be, ha, has been happening to me um, lately, is you then don't know what your identity is. You don't have like, right. like nationalism. I've never really felt nationalist, you know. Mm. To, well, to that's what, good. <laughs> no, but but I because obviously that's that has negative connotations, right? To be yeah. a nationalist has negative, but there is also potentially the. Oh, I'm proud of being that country. You know, there can be the positive. Uh, it's just well, that- I've always felt that pride uh, in a situation you had no control over was a little misguided uh, and could cause problems. You know, like proud to be. You know, like I get it if you're proud if you are. You know, if you decided to be something, be proud of the work that you put in. But like, you know, I happen to have been born here. I'm happy that I was born here and uh, I'm happy, but I, I didn't do work to become an American. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I am one. That's, you know, it's like, that's, uh, you yeah, but I suppose I mean? you, but I suppose you have, um, so maybe compared to me is that you, you still have a belonging. So even, you, you know, you're not, you're not necessarily proud, but you are, you do belong to a country, yeah. right? While, uh, Literally this year, it's the first time the UK, when I went to it, said, welcome home. 
and before that i never had it right yeah um in fact welcome home was said to me first time when i went to america because i have a green card and i was like oh yeah. this is this is weird yeah why, don't, yeah why doesn't my home country say that to me <laughs> so um and then also you can have like th that sense of belonging can exist with let's say a faith mm -hmm. um or like comedians for me and free speech was like, i'd say probably where my first sense of belonging was because Absolutely. when the Charlie Hebdo attacks happened in France, um, where some extremists killed some journalists, I wasn't necessarily angry because um, some extremist Muslims killed some French people. I was more frustrated and angry because it was suddenly that the freedom of expression was taken away. And Curtail, that hit me yeah. more. Because, yeah. as, you know, we're, we're comedians and we're on stage and we should have that freedom to express. Of course, yeah. I think that's what got me more. Uh, but that still isn't a community. Uh, that, you know, no, I mean, because it's, we, and we've it's talked like, about this, uh, we've talked about this off pod as well, where it's just like, you know, the, the quote unquote community of comedians is so vast that there are some people, you know, it's like, well, it's even, even those, you know, like even those people are a part of this, technically, if you're, uh, do comedy on stage, you're a comedian, so you're a part of the community. And even people who have committed the most heinous acts, it's like, oh, well, those are part of the community too. Well, I think every community uh, has that, right? Every community right. has the extremist um, yeah. uh, branch, if you like. Yeah. And, and I think that, in a way, is the beauty of uh, human... The fact that every family has its individual that we are ashamed of is mm. potentially what makes us experience humanity at its best because we we have to somehow i mean there love that be... person right mm. not love but you know what you know what i mean by love right is that they asked if they if they exist they are a representation of the whole of self which is so complicated to um harbor is... is harbor the right word as okay so let's say as, a, as an actor Right, I'm I'm so excited to hopefully fucking hopefully to get hired to play like these monsters, right? These yeah. the, these actual creatures. And I I watched a masterclass with Dustin Hoffman talking about. Mm. Um, I don't think he ever played it in the film, but he was talking about oh, if I was to play Saddam Hussein, how would I go about it? Right, Saddam Hussein, dictator, etc. You know, horrendous. But he then saw a picture of him holding his grandchild, and he was like, "Well, that would be my in." Yeah, of of playing that, you know, like how you know, the, the consciousness and being is just this multifaceted thing. And if if I was born, you know, in that person's shoes, I would probably be that person. And that person happens to be, you know, a dictator. You know, like the it's it, it's difficult to. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it becomes, you know, the it, it devolves into the debate of nature versus nurture. You know, if, if there were, you know, it's that, that story of a uh, uh, hundred Hitlers being cloned and they all were put in different uh, parts of society raised by different people. How would how would they uh, end up? You yeah. know, it, it's, it's that it's that whole debate. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I, I think that uh, it is. You know, like, I don't they're, like they're, they're a part of us, right? I mean, that's, that's essentially what the, the shadow. Um, I think they're, I mean, I, I don't want, but I think they're more uh, aberrations. Uh, uh, aberrations. Define aberrations. aberrations. You know, it, it's uh, 
outliers. There's an old saying, uh, you know, nobody's as good or as bad as you think they are. Right. Right. So like even the worst people there, there are some, you know, Saddam Hussein holding his grandchild. Okay. Does that excuse anything? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's the uh, Martin Scorsese movies like Goodfellas where you see Joe Pesci making breakfast for his kid. It's like, oh, he's a good father. But no, he's not. You know, he's, he's not a good person. He's not good. Like, there, there's these moments of humanity in these monsters because they have that aspect to them. But, but could you say could you say that these monsters are formed from the society that they uh, exist in? That's that's what I mean, I mean by that they're they're a branch of us, right? So every community has that monster that makes us reflect. I don't know, like, like it's very complicated. I it, it's important to reflect on them and make sure that they uh, they're not given. I, I just don't like the. Um, and, you know, it could be just my personal bias of not wanting to give an inch of like, you know, I there's no respect given to that level of uh, narcissism, uh, monsterism and um, okay, so rational I, I, and willing, willfully uh, and willful ignorance. Of, OK, but uh, okay, so let's, say, let's say let's um, uh, say I don't know if I brought it up with you uh but recently i was speaking about um the main guy in walking dead in the walking dead was it with you that I brought this up uh, possibly i will say like, and i don't want you to get mad at me gone but i have not seen walking dead oh that's fine um, uh, i don't think it's that great a show to uh that okay. you if you've missed out the other movies that you've missed out on still very much boiling at that it's maybe well, i'm still mad that you haven't seen young frankenstein <laughs> I'm so mad you haven't seen Young Frankenstein. <laughs> okay, I'll make sure that I watch it. Um, but uh, uh, okay, in, in, let's say in the first series, he's you know this this good guy, and he was a cop, and mm. oh, oh, so so good, right? And by season seven, the guy is not a monster, but he'll not happily kill, but the he's been turned into. Uh, the leader of this group that he's in charge of and will essentially do absolutely anything to make sure that they're safe. And it's, it's essentially, it's, it's kind of breaking bad in that, like you yeah. see this good person just suddenly become a monster almost, but, but you see why it's happened. Uh, were they ever the really a good person is the question. You know, because I'll I'll go with Breaking Bad as the example because that's the show that I've seen, and so I can I can pull Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is a bad example because at one moment you you go, I am the one who knocks. Like I, he he clearly likes that he's that, but, right. but even then, like there's a past where he gets cheated out of his gray company. Well, all of so that. so that's this is what I'm this is what I'm getting at. The I'm the one who knocks. That's the reveal that he's now the bad guy. You know, he's now whatever it is. He's like his ego got in the way, but it always got in his way. Even What's when that? he was like his ego, his narcissism, his thinking that he was better and knew more than everybody else is what drove him to be that like drove him to get bought out of gray matter, drove him to not accept the money and be bought brought back in when it was a success. Like that is in the first few episodes where the gray matter partners 
were offerings like, hey, we want to bring you on. We want to bring you back in. We want to bring you back in the fold. But because he was like, this is charity? How dare you? I'm going to make my money my You know, it's like he knew, like, he was yeah, deluding there, himself into no, believing that he was No, but there was, there was, was an imbalance. It. There was an imbalance. That's one, that's one of the reasons why he also, I mean, obviously, one of his downfalls is pride. Yeah. Um, but there was also an imbalance in in why he decided to go his own way. What's the imbalance? I can't remember, but I, I, I do remember that there was like, like him going, Oh, this is charity. Like there was an imbalance and I can't, but I can't remember if it was from that scene or whether it was an imbalance well, that wanted, happened from he, years ago. He didn't like the fact that Skylar asked them to help out. Yeah. Okay. So the, imba the imbalance happens way before. It doesn't happen in that like charity event where he's wearing a suit and it's their birthday. But that's the thing he regret he regretted his own pride in being bought out. Like he he accepted a you know a five thousand dollar payout, you know whatever it was because he decided that he wasn't going to be a part of it anymore. And because it didn't work out in his favor, that created this bitterness and everything like that. You know it's it's this whole thing where it's like was he ever really a good guy or did he always was his pride and his ego always in the mix? But, and I suppose, and that's the that's the, the the challenge between you know, does the future have common communication with the past? As in, mm. um, was he uh, ever a good guy? Or, and I, this is where I would say, or did the things around him form him? Yeah, and. You know, as and can you ever know? I mean, can you ever know? This is this conversation, and that's the, that's the thing you, you can never actually know. But but it is one of those things where it's like I don't like. There, there's just so many scenes in that show to give just examples of him being offered a way out and to stop, and him choosing nope, I'm going forward with this evil shit. Yeah, I yeah, I suppose it's. I agree with what you say, but also it's um, it's not as easy as that. Oh, it's it's very it's very not easy. But my point, I guess, is when we're talking about those, you know, the the love thy neighbor rhetoric that happens sometimes. It's like yeah, to an extent. Why you know have have empathy, have sympathy, have. How would you know, so? How would you do? How would you deal stuff. with the criminals of your city? Um, I wouldn't have criminals in my city. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know, like the the every movie or story that's like, and this is the best city in town. And, you know, like, <laughs> the judges came to visit. That's because the mayor and all the like neighborhood watch kill and. Yep. <laughs> exactly. There, there are no criminals in this city. There's no criminals here. Um, hmm. No, I mean, I would, I would, um, and again, all of this is easier said than done. All of it is easier rhetoric than uh, actionable. But, you know, I, I'd want to make sure that the uh, rehabilitate, like if there are criminals, it, and it, it depends on what type of criminal you are, you know, like what type of crime did you commit? It's, it's, it's always going to be a case by case situation. There's not going to be a, well, this is the thing. If you fall into this category, you go over here, and if and if you're just outside, it's over here. It's like it's it's going to be a case by case thing always. Sure.
I mean, I, I think that even if you were to restart a city, as in as as what we are doing, yeah, eventually well, we're not even restarting. We're we're starting. Yeah, but what what I mean is like uh, by even starting a city fresh, I think eventually it would end up with what we have to say, right? The complex, like you said, case by case, the complexity mm. of each case. Eventually, you'd you'd have people going, "Ah, but what about all the catalysts?" And uh, when yeah. he was a, when he was a young boy, his mother used to hit him in the face, and that's why well, he's Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, I was I was thinking about this, um, and I want to make it a stand up bit. I'm not quite sure the angle quite yet, but it's essentially uh, what currency, how sentencing will soon be current is equivalent to kind of currency and like trade and stuff like that. Cause you know, it's like uh, stealing a candy bar three times, you know, shoplifting, getting caught three times for shoplifting gets you a prison sentence of say, you know, your third strike in shoplifting gets you five years or whatever, but also five years is a sentence for, you know, a hit and run, whatever, you know? So it's like, so stealing three times is an equivalent sentence to a hit and run. So those, you know, it's like three goats equals a cow, right? So how many uh, slaps equals a pedophilia charge? You know, like it's, it's one of those sort of like, how does the, what is the currency of crime? What is the currency of crime? Yeah, I mean that is what that is what isn't it? How society works nowadays? With yeah, like, you get so first degree years. murder, second degree murder, manslaughter, the whole thing. It's like because you know you, for me you they're see... all they're all and they'll all end up in the gladiator games. Well, that's not right. All of them. There it is. You steal a piece. Of, <laughs> you steal a piece of candy. You're going in. <laughs> Just make it makes it easier on me. I don't have to think about how complex it is. You're like. Just after this whole, we've spoken for too long, I'd say, about how to solve crime. And so I would make it easier by just going, oh, you're all going in. Yeah, no matter what. All right. Well, so I that's decide. one. And by the way, so that's I, one I, law. Decide, I decide all the crimes. So people okay, can't so that's one going. law. You're a dictator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've always said I'd make a really good dictator. So essentially, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, you're a dictator now. Yeah, you're gonna move part of the road. Just I gotta see what your other two laws are. <laughs> okay, yeah, but I'm, this is the thing: the, the connotations ruin things like dictator, right? I, I I'm and I'm sick of it. As <laughs> because you're a dictator. Yeah, yeah, as dictator, I'm really annoyed that dictators get a bad rep. Well, what part? Why do you suppose they get a bad rep? Because the other nerds, they've been doing it wrong. Oh. For example, how would you do it right? Right. Okay. Firstly, <laughs> stop targeting one community. I would target all the communities. Oh. Mm. Yeah. All of Thanos. Them. So you're Thanos. Yeah. A big fan. Big Genocide, fan of Thanos. But make it fair. Make it fair. Yeah. I'm a big Unbiased. fan of Thanos' work. Um, so I think I think I would uh, be inspired by uh, Endgame for how I would uh, brutalize Infinity me. War. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone's gonna do it. So, um, so I would. If you be... have the Infinity Gauntlet, why not double everything? Double the resources. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've spoken about doubling <laughs> resources, uh, which it, it did make me laugh when I, th I think you're the one that told me that. And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
but I, I suppose it's like, uh, how do you double the resources? It's it's harder to double resources than to remove resources. Well, I mean, not if you have the Infinity Gauntlet, which yeah, you have. True. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't have the Infinity Gauntlet, uh, no. and I suppose if I'm if I'm the first one in my city, I am dictator, right? Because yeah. I am just there, and then uh, I would invite one person in, and uh, I'd be like, just you know, here's some house rules, right? Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Take your shoes off. For example, I'm not saying take, I'm not saying that there are no shoes in my city, but um, that would be like you on know, the carpet. Take your shoes off. On the carpet, take your shoes off. Yeah. You if, there's carpet? Carpet in, if there's carpet in my city, take your shoes off. Carpe diem. Use the carpet. <laughs> right. So that's my second rule. No, I'm just, that's not my second rule. But <laughs> but it, it makes essentially what I'm saying it's is it makes it's sense. an addendum I'm, to the first rule. It's a it's a rule one uh, a. Rule yes. one, I'm the dictator. One A, shoes off on the carpet. Shoes off on the carpet. And yeah. I think it makes sense I'm a dictator, but I also think that you would be a dictator because you're if you're inviting a person in and there are house rules, you have to go, hey, just so you know, here's some house rules. Right? And then if let's say person A, because I'm not even a person, I'm just overlord, right? So but let's say so let's say person A goes, Oh, oh, I've broken a rule, right? Well, I, as master of this city, now have to. I'm not. I'm not very happy with that. So I would have would to you, do something. But you would. So, but your rule would be to send them into a gladiatory arena. But they're only one person. So who would they be fighting against? Yeah, very difficult. <laughs> they'd have to and, fight against themselves. Well, they'd have to fight hunger and time. Oh, so uh, you would starve them? Well, if there's only one person in my city, and yeah. and also if he immediately breaks the rules. Well, why wouldn't you just kick him out of the city? Once you're in, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> so are you are you are you North Korea? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know enough about what he's up to because obviously he doesn't let anything out. Because the city out. is closed. Um, I I wouldn't necessarily I wouldn't close my city. No, I wouldn't. Once you're I, in, you're in. Okay, if you want to go out, you're. I'm chipping you. So I like the idea of the chipping that you said. Okay. Um, thrown out. So I think I chip my people. Um, oh, wait, wait. As I said that, I don't know if I liked it. Yeah. Okay, we'll put the chipping on the hold. I, as I yeah. said that, did you know, because you can see me on the webcam, I, I looked to the side as if I'm yeah. speaking to someone else. This is why the self and consciousness is really complicated, because sometimes I'll speak to myself and then I'll look aside. I'll look to the side. Just with an idea, as if some, yeah. as if, as if I'm saying to someone, write that down. <laughs> well, because we we have our cameras as well, so while I'm looking at you, I can also see myself, and so in that sense that like I'm talking to you, but then I'm like I mentioned something to myself. <laughs> Wait, you do that as well, yeah? Yeah. Well, I do mean, you? I I have just kind of look over at myself, like yeah, yeah. all right, oh. all right. But that's just because we're both very. Uh, very narcissistic. Oh, look at me. Hey, I'm on camera. Hey. Uh, well, I think we're both handsome. So it's, oh, uh, it's yes, only natural I agree. to... Uh, I agree. Uh, but um, I didn't say I was narcissistic. I don't think I'm narcissistic. I look at you. I look at you on the webcam. I look at you on the webcam as well. So yeah, I think I'd be a really lovely dictator. This, 
the thing is, it makes sense. I'm not narcissistic. To... I'd be a very good dictator. <laughs> I've always said that. I've said it. To, I've said it hundreds of times to my people. I, um, to your one person. Well, to the people that live in my head. Right? Oh, that's I, right. Yes, yes. yes this yes. is. Um, I, I haven't been thinking about this. Sometimes I feel like I'm multiple selves or whatever. Mm. So how do I? Lasso in all my identities. Lasso in is terrible. Ted lasso it in. But like, how do I? How do I? You know, gather all my people. There has to be a leader. Like with every community, right. surely there is always one. Have you watched um, leader? You There's watched one Doom captain, Patrol. right? Was that? Have you watched? Have you watched Doom Patrol? No. It's a great. I think you'd enjoy it. There's it's. There's a character who has multiple personalities. Uh, they interact with each other all the time. But there's a main. The one that kind of controls the body. There's sure. different personalities, but there's the main that controls the personality. That's what you got, and but it's an it's a elected official within right. the self. So just like all the others, like all right, you are the one that can deal with the most things in the society, so you can be the main. You can okay, be so out yeah, the most. that's that's essentially something that I've been experiencing. Mm. I, I do feel like there's almost like a writer's room in my head. Uh, yeah. sort of organizing and reorganizing stuff but I've never been allowed almost to know who the captain is and I, so I don't know if like I'm not even at the top of my own fucking self which makes sense right Maslow's hierarchy of needs you can only yeah. be top self until everything's sorted out or whatever I don't know so but I think can we can we agree that we are technically both dictators of our own city at the beginning, because we have to dictate the rules that we um, engineer. I will say, if you have, if you have your I three am, rules, how I am would the you... architect? I'm oh, the architect. that's just that's fucking spin doctoring some shit, right? I, I'm the architect then. <laughs> well, so there. You, I mean, but it, it's it's very different. I'm the arc. I'm architectualizing. <laughs> The rules of society but as soon as you let another person in your society that creates a different dynamic and that is when you decide whether or not you become the dictator or the leader and there's difference there's a difference okay, tell, tell me the difference if, difference if, is if the dictator person, as person. you say these are the rules that you're you're coming into my house yeah. slash city slash whatever you will abide by these rules yes. or you will be kicked out or you will be punished or you will be killed etc cetera, etc cetera. Sure. that's dictatorship and you must and you must right. uh, well you know, so every government is a dictatorship no 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 no. Well, what do you mean because they have rules and if you don't abide by the rules there's a but it's, it's a collect but the rules were not dictated by one person as soon as another person comes in, that creates like, okay, how do we live in this society? Yeah, what is person, right? What is person? Like, well, you, you tell me if you are confused by this statement. <laughs> what I mean is like a government is, if you like, a personification of the whole, right? So do people not exist as these personifications? So well, they're elected I, example, official. I mean, ideally speaking, and again, this is an, an ideal uh, sort of way. Obviously, there is corruption. There is, you know, all that shit that happens. There's in none real of life. that in our cities yet. But it's just what. So, so in the ideal thing is the elected officials, right, are uh, putting forth the will of the people. Not interested in that. We're going back to the beginning. If <laughs> there's just you in this city, right, and yeah. let's say some some 
stranger, can I just agree with this, right? It's a stranger waltzing into your city, right? Are you just gonna open arm him or or her? Or are you going to um have some questions? First well, I'll have some, stranger. Uh, he's a stranger, right? And he's covered in blood. <laughs> he's covered in blood. <laughs> right, give me all of the scenario. <laughs> this man is covered in is blood. Is it you? Is it you? I'll have some questions if it's you. <laughs> I've just been in a gladiator game. Help me. <laughs> this city that's nearby. Um, so, uh, no, but okay. I mean, so of course, got... of course, there will be questions. Of course, okay, there will so, be. Questions. Okay, all right. So we were agreeing that you are ele- you are an elevated status despite not having been elected, right? So you're already an elevated status. But if uh, the questions are answered in a way it's like, okay, we can be a part. Okay, let's let's build this city then. If, if oh, it's oh, a, so now and now, so now you've had, you've had these questions. We don't even know what these questions are, right? And now you're saying, oh yeah, stranger, we can build my city together, right? You've put in all the hard work to build the city, and this fucking Joe nobody, who who's just passed your test, has um. Is now going to be a we. You're now going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, we can do it together. Well, so I guess this this comes into a matter of trust, and how you want the c- citizens of your society once they are there to feel as if they belong. Like you say, you want to uh, uh, welcome you know home. Do you I've want them to feel at home? I'm using that first person. He's going straight in the gladiator games. <laughs> He's going straight in because then anyone that comes. I'll be like, you see that guy? Bad guy. You're the guy that shoots the prisoner the fir- in the first day, just so nobody fucks with you. But yeah, because then anyone that comes in, they'll be, they'll be like, oh god, look at that leader, really taking charge, really keeping us safe. Is he though, or is he keeping us under his foot? <laughs> they won't know, but they will eventually. No, they won't, because I'm really smart. They won't have access to this podcast. <laughs> They, they won't be able to hear this. Oh, so you'll um, control the means of communication. You'll control their uh, the entertainment, the whole the whole thing. They'll control what yeah. they see and you can't see. Like, like so you are describing North Korea. Or every other government. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> what are you talking every about? Every city and every government. Everyone does. Mummy and daddy and fucking household. Every household, there's a leader that controls whatever the other idiots are allowed to do. Or kids, you know, whatever you might to want to call an extent, uh, to literal extent, every single leader in whatever community has to have some sort of control over the ones that they're taking care of. Yes, over what they're. T- so you're you're a parent, and you are looking out for the best interests. Absolutely. You know better. You know better than they do what's good for them. No, I. You know, I'm willing to listen. I don't want to be surrounded by just yes people. But I don't Are trust. I don't trust this first person that's just popped into my city. Okay. Also, what are I the questions know... you ask him? Who are you? And Who's if this? he gives you, and and what answer would satisfy you? That's the problem with not trusting anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't trust anything that person has to say. I wouldn't know where they're from. Are well, they where from the did past, they come from? The yeah. Future? That's the thing. Too many questions. Stick them straight in the gladiator games. Starve them because there's no other people. 
There's no other. Well, I would feed them. I'd feed them from a height. So the walls are high enough that they can't get out of this big oval, right? I like the shapes of the Colosseum. So I'm going to stick to the yeah, same shape. Yeah, of course. Um, and so uh, he'd live in that. And and you know, you know what? I'd be. You know, I've got. I've just come up with an idea, right? Is it another I would, rule? I would no, it's, no, not a rule. Just an idea. I'll, I'll get. Okay. I'll think about the other rules later. I would give him resources so he could build a village in my city. So I'd, I'd I'd throw him some planks of wood, some see how he does to survive. Now, are you in control yeah. of his village? Yeah, obviously. What are you talking well, about? Well, so the village is within the Colosseum. Oh, so are you telling me that Los Angeles isn't got like its dirty little fingers in like Burbank? <laughs> Fuck off! Every well, I'm, city. I'm not saying anything. I'm asking you. This is your city. I'm asking you what you are. This village is being built inside the Colosseum. It is surrounded. It is Lesotho in. But does South it have Africa. its own agency? Um, what its own its own rules? Yeah. Uh, I would uh, I would allow it as an experiment, and if I don't like it, I'd burn the whole thing down. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beauty about having this man not really exist, right? He's only an yeah. idea. Um, it's only a it's only a concept. I think that's one of the reasons why humans like playing, you know, GTA is because we get to just be mm. mad, and then in we real life, go, we get to go get, to the base instincts of violence and vileness. Uh, Base instinct. I I really want to live there. I really want to live in base instinct just to, just to see what I'd become. Because a part uh, of me is doing this as a comedy podcast, and I bet you this fucking nerd, aka Eric, would just be a good guy. Boring. Is that's the annoying thing? Is if that you know if there's like a, a civil war that happens, and then I hear like a baby crying, I would naturally just take care of the fucking baby, and I'm sick of that. Um, I don't want to be unless that, that baby oh, then became the remember. ultimate dictator and threw you to the wolves. Wait, you raised he, it. You're doing that. So you save the baby. Yeah. You raise it. Yeah. It becomes the ultimate dictator and Amazing. then destroys you. I think that has to happen, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. That's like the the like the proper Darth Vader. Unless um, you create two more rules. That prevent that from happening. Um, well, I'm think my my first thought was implant each citizen with like a tiny little bomb. So you suicide squad them. Yeah, it makes sense. You, yeah. You're Amanda Waller now. <laughs> I think that makes sense. Uh, you gotta have you gotta have your own back, right? Um, in in life. I mean, if if we're gonna learn anything in 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 people this engender more loyalty from fear or from trust and respect, from trust and respect. But you know, who are these people coming into my city? They, all they've heard is that there's a gladiator games, and they're they're coming in. That's mad. I don't it's trust. True, them. you you have engendered that though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's very difficult. Running a society is very difficult. Oh, of, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. But I, you know, not. I don't. I don't regret this gladiator um, building that I've. Um, There's that nothing I've to regret. Yeah. No, no regrets. Um, <laughs> no, no regrets. So I'm. Um, I'm a good dictator. Is what okay. is what every poster is going to say. Mm. 
Just a picture of me with thumbs up. <laughs> Eric's Love. not. Don't get Eric irked. I'm a good like, dictator. Yeah, don't get Eric irked. Uh, we're live from the Coliseum. Uh, don't <laughs> get Eric irked. <sighs> I don't know if that's all sound effects because Just, there's no crowd. Yeah, because it's only one person that's in the Coliseum waiting to get fed. <laughs> it's like it's like waiting for Godot, but I'm <laughs> I'm in charge of the carrot that he gets. Am to I going to get fed today? I'm giving you some planks. Build your village. No, you you made it sound like I'm a really mean dictator. Hey, I'm giving very... you some planks. Also, I accept that I in this city exist in a world which is probably an architecture of someone else's. Hmm. Right. So somebody else is your dictator. But it doesn't. Isn't that how it works? Right. Isn't that what the chain Possibly. is? Isn't that what you know? You can break the chain by Fleetwood Mac means that we're all somehow linked to someone else in the fractal. I suppose, but we're only as strong as the weakest one, right? That's another saying. Is, is that true? Isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Keep the weakest one in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, that seems seems about right. <laughs> no, help people I, who can't help themselves. <laughs> Bollocks. No, I'm not about that. My, In fact, my favorite analogy, and I, maybe been mentioned in the other podcasts you would know because you've listened to the all to them all like a big nerd it's very uh, true the wolf analogy have i told you that uh i'm not sure you may have but is it is it, is it similar to the be a warrior in a garden not a gardener in a war no i've never heard that what is that mm. what is that oh uh, it's just me you know better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war that means like a warrior can be a gardener and stuff like that but is able to protect himself protect the family protect herself etc 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 versus being a gardener in a war where you don't have any skills to fight yeah that makes sense yeah um so the the wolf thing is um supposedly and I don't think this is true, but it's, the image is nice and it works for an, an, an analogy of how potentially a society should work, which is um, you have you have the sort of a really strong wolf um, at the front. It's not the alpha, but it's a, a really strong one that can scout, right? So the, the lone wolf is ahead of the pack to scout and see where the whole should be going, right? The whole crew mm. uh, pack. And then you have the pack behind following this lone wolf into the darkness, but they aren't as scared because they can see, they can smell that there's one ahead taking care of the dangers ahead. And then there's the weaker ones at the back, and that's where the alpha lives because the alpha will take care of the... uh, Come up the rear. Yeah, I think I remember you telling me about this. And I, I, I quite like thinking about that as how a mind works mm. because often often at my you know you know in a script there's the there's the darkest night of the soul you know the, that that part of uh, the script where a, a character experiences their lowest low and then an idea or a person or something comes along to help them out yeah. and i've experienced that quite a lot in my reconstruction where i would feel so low and then a part of me would sort of whisper almost uh, a suggestion of how I could get out of that. Mm. 
And what was interesting in every single time in those moments, and that, that's where people might say that the God, like God and the divine, that's when they sort of, if you like, uh, deus ex machina in your own story, um, potentially. But that I've, I've always found what, something interesting, which is in those low moments, I learned so much. It's almost also as if I had to go there, right? And, and then a, another part of me, the yin and the yang of me, if you like, uh, pulls me out to go, hey, just so you know, I've always got your back. And I've, nice. I've, again, whether it's true or not, or I'm just being poetic, I've always enjoyed the analogy of the wolf pack as how a mind works. Yeah. Like, when you feel like you're stupid, there's actually always a smarter version of you inside calculating and working. And it might, it can't. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, you, you know, it's right. Um, you know, that's, uh, you, you'd hope, you know, sometimes uh, you, you stifle, sometimes people stifle that smarter version and dig their heels in, you know, as there's. But, it's if, if, but let's say hypothetically, if they were to dig their heels in, um, might it not also be part of their process, as in like the smarter version of them is forcing them almost to dig their heels in because there's something else to be learned further down the line. It's whether I that's mean, that's, that's, it's giving a lot of leeway to uh, hypothetical dumbness. <laughs> I don't know. There's uh, um, stubbornness, I should say, rather than dumbness, uh, giving a lot of leeway um, and maybe you need to, maybe you need to give a lot, uh, maybe there needs to be more leeway, but I don't know. There's certain things that just like, like you said, like you're sitting, it's like, Oh yeah. Out, out you go. You don't, you don't take your shoes off. Out, out you go. No leeway for me. Yeah. But that's the comedic architect. If you like, that's just wants to, um, yeah. um, create a fun city. The reality what's, what's more fun than being strict with the rules? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> uh, good one. Uh, thank you. <laughs> well, uh we've done we've done a little over an hour. Uh we haven't gone over we you've you've given me one rule. We still have yeah, two well, to go, and maybe this can be well, as dictator, I don't want to tell you the other two rules. You're not in my city. Why should I, why should I give you everything? Come and visit. Well, you Come don't have my city. Well, I'm not going to visit the city because you're a dictator. And once I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> once you're in, you're in. I'm trapped. But, um, okay, so maybe the, the maybe the cliffhanger is, will I visit Eric's city? Who knows? Who knows what's gonna, how we're going to come back? But um, I don't know. Uh, to, to any listener, um, thank you for listening so far. And thank you for your patience as I try and work out uh, how I want to do this uh, podcast. Um, yeah. And when I say I, it's obviously us, but there's, there's just a part of me that um, is uncomfortable with continuing as we've been doing it so far. That's um, fair enough. And you got to maintain your mental health. You got to do what's good for you. You got to uh, you got to take care of you. And that is my message to both you, Eric, and our listener slash listeners out there if there are more than one i know that there are and i appreciate everybody that has listened i appreciate everybody that bought us a cup of coffee 
I uh, I have enjoyed these talks. They've been really fun, and uh, you know, yeah. Poten been, so poten potentially, potentially it's the end. Potentially it's the end, but um, yeah, we we don't. We, this is this is the uh, this is the cliffhanger. Will we be back or not? Will we be back? Um, you know, I and, I would like I would like to return. Um, yeah. But I would like to return once I know what I is. Um, well, it's thanks. important to know what I is. And is <laughs> I, who knows? Um, Certainly not on my face. Do you have any rules for your city, by the way, before we go? Oh, we'll have to be back for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, well, I, uh, possibly. Possibly some rules. We'll see. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh Everybody who's listening, this has been The Benefits of Having Nothing, Season 1, Episode 12. I'm Jeffrey Baldinger. I'm Eric Lampert. Thank you for listening, folks. Thanks, bye. Bye-bye.